Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 73. My guest today is Nikki Rausch. Nikki is a best-selling author, and just yesterday, as of the time of this episode being released, her third book has hit the virtual shelves. That's why I brought Nikki onto the episode today, because I was so impressed with how she was going about building this book, creating this book, marketing this book, launching this book, and of course, selling this book. It's not every day that you get to see the inner workings of the sales process. And Nikki is your sales maven, so she knows what she's talking about. We discuss in this episode far more than just Nikki's book, but the strategies behind selling and how to ask for the sale. I adore Nikki. She brings so much value to every conversation and I cannot wait for you to have a listen. And before we get there, I want to remind you that the best way to get a hold of your technology is to go through a tech of business tech audit. All you need to do is go to techofbusiness.com forward slash audit and we'll get your audit booked out. Now let's get to this conversation with Nikki. Nikki, welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I am so excited to share your launch strategy for your new book and all the tech magic and all those wonderful things that are happening here. So I'm so excited to jump into this, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Please take a couple moments, introduce yourself and let us know who you are, what you do and what, uh, what makes you excited about technology. Well, thank you for having me. First of all, I'm very excited to be here. I love technology. So I'm super excited to have this conversation with you. So I'm Nikki Roush. My company is Sales Maven. I am a sales coach. I'm an author and a speaker. And really what I do is entrepreneurs hire me to learn how to sell in a really authentic way. So they're able to build strong relationships. They build rapport quickly and ultimately close more deals. And I'm all about bringing revenue into people's businesses. So that's, that's what I do. Cool. Cool. Yes. And I think that the sales process is such an important piece by having a sales coach, by knowing how to do those sales conversations, obviously your clients have a lot more success with their sales calls. Um, and so it's really interesting to me that one of the vehicles that you use for selling is as being an author and selling your books and having this lower price point where people can start to learn from you, get inspired, and then go up and up and up in your own um, offers. So I would love to kind of jump right to the books and what is the selling strategy on using books as a, um, an entry point. The strategy really is, so I have a third book that's coming out soon, will be out. And 
I am putting a different strategy in place for this book, I will say, than I have done in other books. So the strategy is to really create uh, ambassadors in the marketplace for the book. And so I have put together a launch team, people who have been fans of my work, people who have followed me for a while. Uh, many of the people who have opted in to be on the launch team are existing clients or former clients. So they're people who understand my work, believe in it, and know that it makes a difference and therefore are willing to kind of step up and promote the book out into the marketplace. So from the tech standpoint, we will be using, you know, all the different social media platforms to get the word out. And for me, it's about communicating with the team and making sure that they feel that this is a community for them as being on the launch team and that they are, they're there with me every step of the way. Yes. And so what you've decided to do is the book, as of the time of the recording of this podcast, is not out yet, but we are releasing this podcast. The book came out yesterday, according to the schedule. So that means that her launch team, Nikki's launch team, is in full uh, mode. And so what they're, they're doing is they're using their own social media channels. They might be using their podcasts, their newsletters, their reviews on Amazon, all of these pieces to make Nikki's new book visible and showcase it. And, you know, and so people can find it faster. They can see it. There's more than just Nikki sharing about her book. There's a whole team. I'm curious to know if this was a strategy that, you know, makes sense when you're getting to your third book and you've got, you know, several years of experience in the marketplace and you have these ambassadors who really love your work, um, if that's the right time to bring in this type of, pro um, of sales process or, you know, or awareness campaign, or if you think that there are other times that this would also be um, a viable option for people. I, I think that's a really important question. I think you always have to decide when you're even writing a book, like what is, what's your outcome? Like, what do you want to happen as a result of putting the book out into the world? So if you're writing a book because you already have a large community of people and you want them to have act like, like you called it, I think at the beginning, it's kind of like a low hanging fruit, right? Mm -hmm, it's, a, mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for people to be exposed to your work, learn from you, or at least in my case with the type of book that I'm writing, cause I'm writing it on sales techniques and tips, right? So if it's an opportunity for people who maybe aren't either ready or able to step into a one-on-one -on -one coaching situation with me or be a part of my community, it's this entry level point for them to still learn and be engaged with content. And so one of, so this idea of having people be engaged in the content is their social proof. That's why I'm building this, this launch team, right? Is because now their social proof, there will be however many people, let's, let's hope it's a 50 or more um, <laughs> that will have written a review because they are going to have access to the book early and they're going to have already read it. They're going to be engaged in the content and they'll be able to talk intelligently about what is in the book. How, how can they use it? Why would they promote it to other people? Um, so I'm not sure if I answered your question. <laughs> like I went down this like rabbit hole about like what's the the idea here. But the the ultimate goal is if you already have a community, yes, I think this strategy would work for book one. I probably could have used I I don't 
I wouldn't have been able to do this for book one. I didn't have the visibility in the marketplace. I didn't have the following. And actually I wrote my first book before I even started my business. (laughs) The second book came a few years into my business. And I do think had I known then what I know now, I could have done a launch for the second book, like what I'm doing for the third book. And yet at the same time, I've had years to really build up my community and awareness about my work. So the third book, it would be doing a disservice to the book to not launch it the way that the way that we're doing it, because otherwise, why write it? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I really like that, that you have kind of put this I need my book to be delivered in this way. You kind of put that stake in the ground with this third book. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so how does this relate to other industries and other um, types of businesses or other types of products that people are selling? And the first one that comes to mind is when you do a beta group of of your course. So you're going to do your beta cohort, for example, and that's your most loyal. That is the people who have been in your community. You know they're going to love it. You know that they're going to complete the work because Mm -hmm. that's one of the key pieces with this type of launch strategy is you need someone to finish reading the book or complete the course or do the work so that they can be a true ambassador. And that's why, um, you know, I mean, that's why, marketing is so difficult to begin with is because you have to figure out if you're putting the cart before the horse, the horse before the cart and, you know, all of those pieces. But I really, I'm kind of hearing that when you are launching something and you know, you already have a loyal following, this is a fantastic uh, approach to doing so. Yes. And I love to beta launch stuff, by the way. So the fact (laughs) that you brought that up, we're so in alignment. So I have beta launched, um, I beta launched my membership platform a few years ago and I beta launched courses and, and realistically before I even wrote the book, I started teaching about it. Like I started teaching about the content and then I did a, a webinar And then I did a six part sales series on YouTube, right? Like I did all of these things to beta it before I actually committed to putting it into a book form. Cause I wanted, I always want to make sure that it's going to resonate with the audience and then where do I need to tweak it? What do I need to adjust? So I, I love to beta launch stuff. <laughs> That's so awesome. I mean, I, and I love the fact that you are using technology because of course that's what I love, yeah. um, that you're using technology as stepping stones inside this process. So we haven't mentioned the name of the book and who it's for and what it's all about. So let's do that because I want to make sure that we continue to make this relevant to the audience. And there's a lot of questions I have, not just about the book, but about the technology and stuff. So let's talk a little bit about what this book is and who it's So the name of the book is The Selling Staircase, Mastering the Art of Relationship Selling. So I'm a sales coach and trainer. And the idea of The Selling Staircase is oftentimes we learn about filling a sales funnel, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and I get the sales funnel because I come from corporate sales background and we talked a lot about sales funnels and, and sales funnels are really important. What I find though is the missing piece often is once people have somebody in the sales funnel and they're starting to build relationship, they often don't really understand 
how do you actually move that person through the process and get them to where you exchange dollars for product or service? Mm -hmm. And so the selling staircase, it says like you get people into the funnel. Now we've got to put them on the staircase and we've got to move them step by step by step to the end goal here, which is to either one, figure out this is not a legit client for me. Like this is either somebody I don't want to work with or I can't really meet their need or solve their problem or this is absolutely an ideal client and it's your job to move people through the process. So I teach a five-step process and I wrote the Selling Staircase book because I believe in this and because I have tested it for years with my clients that when I can break it down into these five easy steps, people can actually move people through the selling, the selling process seamlessly without feeling icky and gross and they know what to say and what to do to move a client to the next step. So I really wrote it for those people who oftentimes think I hate sales or I don't really want to sell or sales seems scary to me or I'm just struggling with this process. Like I can, I can get people to talk to me, but I can never actually close the deal. Mm-hmm. You know, So the book really is for the people who oftentimes don't really want to embrace their inner salesperson, but they know they <laughs> got to do it in order to grow their business. I, I, that makes so much sense. And it's like, I'm relating it to, okay. So when you are online and you have a lead magnet, you get someone to download that lead magnet and they get on your magic list and they start going through your email sequence, you're, you, you may want to cherry pick people out of that based on the activity that they're doing, which is something that we've talked about on the podcast before and say, you know what, this person opened my email, sent me the response, did the work right away. You want to be able to take that person out of the elongated process possibly and out and reach out to them and help them along and help them up that staircase. That's kind of what I'm hearing. Am I hearing exactly. that right? Okay. Yes, you're you're 100% right. That's exactly what it is, is like pick those people who are ready. You know, I'm, I'm not a big fan, I and I talk about this a lot, like I don't really believe in chasing clients. I, I think it doesn't really work to your favor. What I'm always looking for are who are the clients that are ready? Because there's lots of ways for people to stay engaged kind of with your work, whether it's through your pod, listening to your podcast or getting your newsletter or whatever it is. And for the people who need the long game, yes, create all of the, all of the tech and all the pieces for it. But like you said, look for those people who are ready to pop out and who are ready to take that next step because they oftentimes won't just pop out. You have to identify them and then you have to engage them some way right. to make it easy for them to go, oh, I want to get on the phone with Jamie or I want to I want to, I want to have more engagement with Jamie. I don't want to just listen to her podcast every week. I want more from her. So let's make sure that we have ways to identify them, pop them out of the system and start to engage them in real conversation. Right, right. And this works not just with one-on-one services. This works with selling higher ticket um, courses. This works with helping people know that they are ready for your membership site or other things like that. Because when you're selling a product or a service, you have to meet that person wherever they are at 
extend a hand and help them. And I mean, like, that's what it feels like to me. And I really love the idea of having a methodology. And that's why I'm like, I'm personally excited to, to read your book. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, and I think that it's going to, it's going to help me. I think people are going to hear it on the podcast a little bit differently, just like, so, but I'm just like trying to, trying to wrap my head around what is the question that someone who's listening to us right now has on their mind of how can I make this relevant, both the conversation and the new book, The Selling Staircase, relevant to them right now. What would you say is a, whether it's a tech tip or a sales tip or something like that, that would, you know, be like, okay, my time listening to this podcast episode was valuable. Well, based on the conversation that we just had, like that piece about how do you pop someone out? I wonder if your audience might be going, yeah, okay, that's all fine and good, but how do I actually get somebody to pop out? How do I move them? And the tip is you've got to issue invitations. So people like to be invited. And even if they're not ready to, to kind of pop out or they're not ready to take that next step with you, most of us like to be invited. And so getting really clear on how do you actually invite somebody? Because one of the things that I find when I start working with clients is they think they're making it easy for people to work with them, but they're actually never issuing invitations. And so people don't really understand or they don't get it. At, it's like, if you're making it hard for your client to figure out that you are actually inviting them personally to something, they won't often take the next step because they'll be like, oh, I'm just one of many, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. you're sending out messaging to your, when you're sending out emails, for instance, to your, your community, your list, oftentimes we, we write from our perspective. And so then we send out an email and we send it out to our whole community and we write it as if they're reading it as a big collective community, but they're not. <laughs> they're reading it as an individual person. So it needs to be written to them as if it was just written to one person. So like a really simple tip is stop saying, hey guys, hi everyone. Because when they get the email, they're not sitting there with your whole community. They're just <laughs> one person on their phone or they're just one person on their computer. So hi everyone does not feel personal. It does not feel like, oh, Jamie's talking to me. And therefore when Jamie issues me an invitation to take a next step with her, it's easy to ignore because it's, oh, you're just talking to like everybody who's out in Never Never Land. Oh my God. Like I, I love that. I mean, I've seen so many times that people say, hey there, hey everyone, whatever else. And then I also see people who use the um, the merge tag, and that's the technical term for when uh, your system has their name in a specific field and you can actually pop their name in. And then it, that's the only time that it feels personalized is, hey, yes. Jamie, but yes. then everything else is in the you, they, you know, in the, in the more general. I know that, you know, one of the things that we've talked about a lot is learning who your audience is. And when somebody takes an action or, you know, you could ask a question in an earlier email before you start figuring out, but, you know, you can ask them you know, simple questions that they can click buttons to give you feedback so that you can then segment your list down to, instead of sending the same email out to everybody, mm -hmm. you may send two or three versions of that same email based on the answers that they gave. I, when you said, 
reading it on the phone or on the computer, I was immediately like, yeah, I read my emails from my list on my phone when I'm sitting at gymnastics. That's when I read it. And I will tell you, I click more buttons when I'm reading those emails on my phone than I do when I'm sitting in front of my computer. So I would be more likely to say for Nikki, if she were to ask me in one of those emails, are you reading this on a mobile phone? Click here. If, are you reading this on a tablet? Click here. Are you reading this on your yeah, desktop? Click here. I know I would click that button if I was reading it on my mobile phone. So then Nikki could then in her emails, tweak it so that it says, hey, I know you're on the go. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I mean, how relevant is that? And that is like, I, even though I know because I'm in the tech side of things <laughs> that that can be done in an automated way as a recipient of that, I'm like, Nikki gets me. She wants something more from me. Yeah. Anytime you can, you can personalize and make the message feel really relevant to that reader. It, it's like you're speaking right to the heart of somebody versus again, this like, Hey, everybody, like <laughs> that's not going to do anything to help grow your business because most of us feel like the whole world revolves around us. Right. And so when you write an email and you act like I'm just one of many, well, that's not enticing. That's not interesting. And it doesn't feel like you really care about me. And with, and this is back to kind of what I teach in the selling process is the relationship always comes before the sale. And you've got to put the relationship first and you have to start talking to people like you're having real conversations because that is what this, that's actually how you master the art of relationship selling is you start having real conversations with people. Stop stop talking at people and start talking with people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like that. So in this online space, we can talk to people and talk at people and talk with people. So we've got email. We also have social media messaging that, that is outbound messaging. Mm -hmm. How else, do, how do we create that conversation in the technology space when it's one-to-many, but we want, want to change it to one-to-one? -one. Well, one of the ways that I suggest that people do this is, again, anything that you're writing or you're putting out into social media, think about that it's to the other person. And I kind of mentioned earlier, like most of us think the whole world revolves around us. So stop using a bunch of I statements. Like that's kind of the downfall. If you're, if you're speaking about your own experience, yes, you're going to use I statements. So I did this, or I, I thought this, or, uh, you know, I just went to wherever. Mm -hmm, when, mm -hmm. But when you want to really engage somebody in a conversation, it needs to be you statements because they're reading it from their perspective. And so anything you're putting on social media, it's, it, it's instead of saying like, I want this for you, or I want to help you with this. Instead, start saying, you know, you're invited. You are somebody I would love to connect with. Like that is a different, it has a different message to the reader than telling people all the things you want for them. Like, I want this for you, or I really want to tell you about this new program that I'm doing. <laughs> mm -hmm. People are like, I don't really care what you want. I care what I want. Yes. Yes. And I think that a lot of times, like when I see effective messaging, it's often asking questions and helping someone see the other side and for then there to be some like breadcrumbs to 
to lead them back to you as the service provider. So do you want more testimonials on a regular basis? Here, let me show you how. Yes. Yes. I love questions too. I think <laughs> when you ask people questions, their brains give them an answer. Now, whether they take action and respond to you, that's something else. I recently sent out an email to my whole list and the email was written to each individual reader and I asked them a question. And I can't believe how many people actually responded to the question. Now, I didn't just leave it there. I then went and shot them each an individual video and offered them some, some training and offered them some techniques that was going to help them with the thing that they shared with me that there was, was a big struggle for them. Now, not everybody watched the videos and not everybody even responded, but the people who went and watched the videos and did respond to me were like, oh my gosh, Nikki, I can't believe that you did that for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, yeah. and it was personalized because they took the time to engage with me. I'm going to take the time to personalize and, get, and engage back. And this is actually how you start conversations. And this, this is how you move people off of social media. This is how you move people off of your, just your, you know, list, right? Right. Is you make it personalized and you engage them. And one woman came back to me and she's like, I had no intention on signing up to be a member in your program. But the fact that you took time and gave me valuable information that was very personalized to my business, she's like, I'm in. And she signed up and paid me that day. Wow. That is such a testament to the process, but also understanding the mindset, understanding the, the, the buying signals and understanding yes. so, so much. I mean, I know like, I could totally talk to you forever. I want to make sure that we keep this as relevant as possible. I want to go back real quick to your launch team and your ambassadors and what it is that you promised to your ambassadors as part of this package. Because I think that it's really important for people to say, I don't have to promise the moon and the stars and everything else in the galaxy. I can promise something very simple. And I think in your case, like the biggest promise is you get early access to my book. But let's talk a little bit about that. And then we'll, uh, we'll kind of wrap things up. Okay. Well, first what I did is I did use like technology here. We used a Google doc and we asked people to fill out an application. Now the application was really focused around them and making sure that it was something that would make sense for them, that they would have time for it. So it wasn't all about me. It wasn't like, I need you to do all of these things for me. It was like, is this something that is interesting, is relevant and would work for you? Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, the advantage was you get early access to the book and you are going to be a part of a community and you're going to get access to me for the month and a half that we're going to focus on this launch. So that means you can ask questions and you can get answers and, you know, and then we're going to, obviously we're going to do some fun stuff for the launch team. There's going to be some prizes, some big prizes, but also just some little prizes. But most of the people who wanted to be on the launch team just really honestly wanted access to the content of the book mm -hmm. and they get it for, you know, one of the things we're doing is they're going to get it for 99 cents, whereas everybody else will pay a much higher price for it. 
And the idea, the only reason I'm even charging them 99 cents is because I want to be able to verify, get verified reviews on Amazon. So this was a strategy, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and again, the idea was you can, you can engage and participate as a member of the launch team as little or as much as you want. You can buy the book for 99 cents and leave a review and that can be it. And I will be so grateful and you'll still feel a part of the community or you can, you know, have me on your podcast. You can, <laughs> you know, you can promote the book in your book clubs. You can promote it on social media and a myriad of other kind of ideas that we're going to make it really easy for people to do. You know, we're going to provide swipe files. We're going to, you know, everything that we can do to make it really easy for them to take the minimal amount of time to promote the book. I like that. That really, that really kind of wraps up this conversation in such a way that, you know, I mean, we're talking, you talk about sales, the sales process and all of that stuff, and it flows off of your, your tongue so easily. I want to make sure that people understand if you want to launch something and you have the community to support you, this is a great method, no matter what you're launching next. So just remember that there are so many different ways of doing business and doing online business and bringing technology into it or, you know, or not bringing technology into it. It doesn't, it doesn't necessitate technology or lack thereof. So Nikki, let's do this as uh, the listeners know, and you know, I like to end every episode with a curveball question, which we will do after you share where people can find you, find the book, any freebie, any gift, anything like that. And then we'll do our curveball. Okay. Thank you. So for your audience, you can find me on my website and I'm going to actually give you the full link. That's also going to give you a download of a free ebook. So it's not the book that we're talking about, but it's going to get you started and it's all around closing the sale. So it's all about the closing process. So if you visit your sales, maven, M-A-V-E-N.com slash ebook, that will get you the free download and that will get you access to my website and therefore me you can welcome to fill out a contact form and you're you know you can email me at nikki at yoursalesmaven.com and it's n-i-k-k-i and i'd love to hear from your love to hear from your audience and then of course the book itself the selling staircase mastering the art of relationship selling will be available where all books are sold you know amazon and barnes and noble and all that cool cool and on social media is there any specific place that you like to hang out I probably hang out most on Facebook because I have a community, I have a membership platform and we have a private group as part of the platform where they can go and post questions. So I spend probably most of my time on Facebook and you can find me as your sales maven, you know, facebook.com slash your sales maven. That's the business page or just Nikki Roush. Very good. I will have those links, of course, in the show notes. And I love to end every episode with something that just kind of helps people think a little bit of kind of like based on the conversation. And um, since we've been talking a lot about launching and a lot about sales, I would love to know what your thoughts are on launch strategies that um, have been out there and that people are finding not as successful as they used to be and what the trigger might be that made it so that a launch that could have happened two or three years ago isn't as effective anymore. I'm just curious like what that might look like, what you're thinking of so that people can start rethinking the way that they launch. Well, I would say my answer to your curveball question is that we have created a very savvy 
you know, community, like our people are much more savvy now and people are skeptics. And so the thing about launches is be careful about making crazy, ridiculous, ridiculous promises. You know, people who tell you we're going to six time, 10 time, a hundred time your business in three days or whatever these crazy <laughs> things are, or you're going to lose, you know, a hundred pounds in 48 hours or like all this, all these big crazy things or so I just think people are skeptics. And so we just know when it's too good to be true, it usually is. And so instead of trying to make these crazy, um, you know, kind of statements about what people are going to get out of it, talk about what, what is it really going to do for people? Like, what are you going to show them how to do? What, how is this going to benefit their life in some way? And, you know, you talking about that I bought a beach house and I have, a, I drive a Mercedes and people are like, well, that's just, nobody cares about that stuff anymore. So pull that stuff out of your launch and make it really about the each individual person. What are they going to get out of it? Totally love, love, love that. Nikki, you are a gem. I am so thrilled that I get to see you on, you know, on re in real life every once in a while and that we've been able to have this conversation here on the podcast. Thank you very, very much for joining me on the Tech of Business podcast today. Thank you. <laughs> wow. I just loved this conversation with Nikki and I hope that you got a ton of value out of it. This was very unlike many of the other podcast episodes. We really didn't talk about the tech all that much. And I'd love to know from you if this is the type of episode you'd like to get on the Tech of Business podcast, or if you want me to mix them in every once in a while, or if you're like, no, Jamie, let's stick to the tech. So book a call with me. Go to callwithjamie.com. That's C-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E.com. And let me know what you think, if you enjoyed this episode or not. Um, or you can email me, jamie at techofbusiness.com. But the most important thing that I hope that you take out of this episode is that there are ways to improve the selling process for you in your business. Head over to Amazon or Barnes & Noble or wherever you like to buy your books and pick up The Selling Staircase by Nikki Rausch today. I know Nikki will appreciate it. I know your future clients are going to be loving the sales process with you once you start implementing Nikki's strategies. Thank you so much for listening to the Tech of Business podcast, and I cannot wait to serve you more tech goodies real soon. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.